presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten. Go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Uh-oh. Three. The high schools. Buffalo's going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvason. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's up, everybody? Eric Franson and AJ Salveson here. You texted him, Press. Huh? I did not text him. There's no way he reminds he himself during the He listens to the show. Game. He's checking in on you. I swear, if you texted him. You're going to have to speed That's up cheating. your timeline. No, I did not. And if you're if he's still listening, look, look, I have been trying for the last hour, and I've even solicited help from our Guild Mortgage text line. And... Uh, so far, AJ is just blowing all of us off. I'm not blowing anybody off. I'm just simply telling you that I, I needed some time to gather myself to say it. And at 5.56, I'll say it. At 5.56. Yes. Not 5.62. Yeah, it's 5.56.51. 5.56 on the dot. What are you listening to over there? Oh, sorry. I'm just doing your job because you couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, <laughs> unreal. Yes, I may uh, or may have not have uh, Can forgotten we read? to do something <laughs> during the break. Kill there. mortgage text line um, 435-339-0321-4781. You know what would be amazing? We play the Mavericks in the third round, go to a game seven, and the game-winning shot is Rudy dunking on Luka. <laughs> One can only dream. <laughs> yeah, there's a few other details there, but we don't need to share. <laughs> I still think it's a great text, 4781. Yes, yes. 7994. Back in those days, there was lots to talk about who to ship out and if the coach needed to be changed. Sounds similar to current times. But back then, at least you were competing against, I mean, there I was top quality talent back in that day. And I know 7994 would agree, like, Run DMC was loaded. Tim Hardaway, Mitch Richmond, Chris Mullen. Um, Latrell Sprewell, like that was a good basketball team. Well, it's some similarities to that team in the Jazz now, and I think Tony Jones is kind of making this point. The Jazz work best when there are a sum of all parts. You take out one of those parts, and it just doesn't work. I would agree. Where, it, but if you have like a top five player in the NBA, you can still make things work. You can get through that. Jazz just don't have that guy. I mean, yeah. look at uh, the Golden State Warriors right now. Steph Curry's out. They're, they've lost like six of the last seven games. They, they're struggling. Uh, the Denver Nuggets, they're kind of an exception to the rule because 
Nikola Jokic is so good, not having Jamal Murray, not having Michael Porter Jr., they're able to still be pretty competitive. But they're in the sixth spot. They're not, like, awesome. So the Jazz, this roster versatility is not buoying up this team like we thought it was supposed to. Yeah, I would agree. And the other problem with it right now, Eric, is that you have to – you mentioned it. Their schedule is brutal coming up. They have a really tough stretch. Only two teams are not in the playoffs in that stretch. And, uh, man, it's going to be tough. And if they get out of their 500, I'm going to be shocked. I'll be shocked. 5-4, Eric, stop being a jerk. Yeah, Eric, come on. Huh? You're going to be nice to me today? Well, no, I'm just trying to get you to live up to your end I of the d- deal. I give you a ride in my car. Oh, there's streaks on the, the windows. I can't see what I'm supposed to, you know? You know, you're making fun I of me. I was helping give you directions. I'm, I'm concerned for your safety. You can't see through the streaks. I can see just fine. You're like, oh, take a lift right here. It's faster. You don't know where you're going. I do. And then we get there. You're like, wait, how do we get there? How, how do we get to the press box? Gal. <laughs> That may or may not be true. Yeah. Darn right. Uh, 4781, Eric. Would you rather have the Jazz lose in the first round this year or somehow make the finals and get blown the crap out of in the final? Make the finals. Make the finals. Make the finals. (laughs) Every day, make the finals. Yeah, make the finals. Absolutely. 6789. Jazz roster is built for the last two postseasons, not for this regular season. Windows closing fast, Eric. Hmm. You're running out of time. Yes. At yeah. some point, you've got to start winning ball games. And it'd help if at some point you have a healthy roster, too. Boyan's out. Rudy's been out. Hassan Whiteside's been out. Those are significant guys in your rotation. Just keep using more excuses. Well, what's Golden State saying right now? They're happy about the way things are going for them? No, but they're not like, oh, Steph Curry's out. We can't win anymore. Steph Curry was you don't the only think they're we win. we got to find a way to win games without Steph Curry. No, they're just – I mean, they're a champion. There's a reason why they were a championship-caliber team, Eric. And you know what? They don't have Steph Curry. They haven't had Clay Thompson at times. They haven't had Draymond Green at times. And they're still in what? Third? Third. Third. They're still competing. We've given up. Seven nine nine four. The difference between them and now, in my opinion, is the determination to win that Stockton brought to the team. He really made the difference, passing or shooting, as needed. Dude, Stockton was a guy who refused to lose. But so was Jerry Sloan, and so was Carl, Carl Malone. Malone. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you had three major pillars yeah. that would, would do whatever it takes to try to win. Yeah. Yeah, they were... I mean, Rarely missed games with injury. Yeah. Rarely never took games off. Even if they lost a regular season game to a Western Conference contender, they were pissed. Like, they played like every game mattered to them. They needed to win that game. And when they would get blown out in the playoffs, it hurt them. They didn't care how on paper underdog they were. They still felt like they were supposed to win. We don't have that anymore in the Jazz. Or in the organization, really. 1-5-7-0... If this year doesn't work out for the Jazz in the postseason, do the Jazz make a huge roster change, change coach, or do both? Yes. Yes. There will be a massive roster hall change after the season. Can guarantee you that. 
Look, this, Guarantee you. This roster that's intact now has been intact for three years. Yeah. Not a heck of a whole lot to show for it. Oh, man, this is frustrating. I just, I never saw it coming. Well, I did. But even when it got to this point, it's still frustrating. You know? I knew it. I saw it before any of you did. And still, it still frustrates the heck out of me. Because it's a good, talented team. Just not a team. It's a very good point. And a really good point here from 4260. The Jazz have a great roster construction. They're just not fired up anymore. Kind of like when the uh, Lob City Clippers ran out of juice. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the yeah. roster on paper looks good. But that fire, that drive, that connectiveness is not there right now. Yeah, I would agree. And, and not only that, but then you also... I mean, I love the point of the Lob City Clippers, 4260. Really well said. Do you know when they went downhill? Do you know when that actually imploded? Do you remember when that happened? After like the Jazz beat them? Exactly. Exactly right. They were supposed to win that series in five or six games. They lost at home in seven. And it ended everything. That's when Steve Ballmer realized the situation it was going to get worse. It's when Blake Griffin wanted to get out. It's definitely when Chris Paul was like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. That is, yeah, when the Jazz beat them, an under-talented Jazz team compared to this money-spent Clippers team, that's when they'd had it. What is it going to take for the Jazz to get that wake-up call? Is it going to be when the Mavericks smack them in five games? Is it going to be when the Lakers beat them out in a playing game? I don't know. Frustrating. I'm still hopeful that there's time here to get guys back, get healthy, and start to dial it in. Are they? Uh, am I going to claim that I believe they're a championship contending team? No. Not anymore. Not anymore. Because <clears throat> you did. I did. But I think they can still be competitive. Yeah, will you define competitive for me in your definition? I think they can win a first-round series. Uh, I think they can take a second round pretty deep. Depends on the matchup. They get the right matchup. They may be able, be even, be able to advance to the Western Conference. But, again, it has to be favorable. Jazz have to be healthy. Yes, the planets have to align. But it'll be tough. It'll be really tough for them to do that. Yeah. Uh, switching gears a little bit. Some news out of the NFL. Uh, the competition committee today has uh, passed a few things. One was that they're going to mandate the use of a guardian cap helmet uh, during the early part of training camps. And it's particularly for what, offensive linemen, defensive linemen, linebackers, tight ends. Uh, I think that's it. Um just to, again, try to cut down on helmet to helmet, any unnecessary head injuries. They're kind of kind of funny looking, to be honest. So you wear your normal helmet, then you put this other thing on top. It's got weird shapes on it, but it's supposed to uh, give you more cushion. So I guess that's nice. <laughs> but uh, one of the other things, too, is it, their NBA, the NFL has been looking at overtime. 
and they have agreed to change overtime rules, but only in the postseason. Oh, not okay. So they will guarantee each team a possession, but this only happens in the postseason. So I, I like the idea in theory, but in practice, is it weird that you have a set of rules during the regular season and then a different set of rules when you get into the postseason? You sure, yeah. So if you're going to change the rules, just change the rules. So what they're going to do is that if the score remains tied uh, and it goes to overtime uh, in the in in the postseason, uh, after each team has had a possession, then the game will be decided in a traditional sudden death. First team to score. So that's the big difference. Uh, but looking at some of the data, um, seven of 12 overtime games have been won on the opening possession, and 10 of those 12 were won by the team that won the coin toss. This is in playoffs. So it's a, it, it's a pretty big deal. In the regular season, it's about 50-50. If you win the coin toss, it's a pretty even who's going to win that overtime series. But in the playoffs... It's pretty markedly different that if you win the coin toss, you're going to win the the overtime. Here's, it's NFL. Why do we got to cater to everybody's needs? And here's the other thing. Even for example, if it's the Rams and the Lions in the playoffs, the Lions score, the Rams score. The Lions then score again. The game's over. So, what did we exactly change? <laughs> why Why complicate it? You didn't need to. So, you're going to win the game based on if who, however the coin falls. No, because you still got to play defense. You still got to play defense. Right, and the other team will have that opportunity to play defense too. No, like, why? It's the NFL. Should another team get an opposing shot? You know, after if there's a game winner made? No, wait, 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 wait. Give our other team opposing shot too at the buzzard. See if they get a chance. We want to make sure everybody gets a chance because this is a everybody participation trophy kind of a thing. It's annoying. Frustrating. Uh, hey, we've got a few texts here, Eric. 1570. I didn't think I'd ever say this, but I feel like the Jazz were a better team with Rubio instead of Conley. Conley is definitely a better player, but as a team with Rubio, it was better. I would agree. Rubio, you know what? In fact, George Hill. I'd go Rubio, Hill, Conley in order. It's tough. Because the Jazz were the number one team in the NBA last year with Mike Connolly. They never got there with George Hill nor with Ricky Rubio. They were still more they were still efficient. You're still getting Mike Connolly is a better three point shooter and he's a better distributor of the ball. When he's on the floor, everyone around him is better. Statistically it's not an opinion. That was Rubio, Rubio too. Rubio it's debatable. Teams wouldn't defend Rubio on the three point line. Yeah, but he still Still, get everyone. You have to defend Mike Connolly when he's on the court. Everyone's numbers were better. 
because Rubio was on the court. So if everyone's better on the court, whether it's Rubio or Connolly, if that's equal, then the difference is, do you defend one guy or do you not defend the other guy? You have to defend Mike Connolly. He will punish you at the three-point line. Ricky Rubio would not. When he plays. When Mike Connolly plays. Yeah. True. It's our debate about availability versus ability. 5980. The NBA is less those who are determined to win, but who can spend the most to win different times and cultures across the league. Jazz have a pretty hefty payroll, so what does that say? Well, he's well, that's what he's proving. 5980 just said that. No, he's about can you spend the money to get the people to win? You know, he's saying, but who can spend the most to win? The guys are spending a lot to win, and they're not getting the results. And, I mean, he's not just talking about the Jazz. He's talking about everybody. Right? I think Memphis is the one team who's really done all their work through the draft. Milwaukee did most of their work through the draft. Yeah, Milwaukee's on that list, too. Uh, 7854, once again, the Jazz are a team that's built to be a regular season success, but not a championship contender. Yep. Regular season champs. And you know what? Nobody cares. You don't hang banners for that. You're starting to finally agree with me, Eric. Good for you. (laughs) 2603, I'm trying not to be a bully. 2603, maybe this is the year it goes opposite for the Jazz. They aren't supposed to get out of the first round this year, and they'll make it to the ship. That'd be cool. I'd be okay with that. But it ain't happening. 7994. I guess Ajay decided to make his big statement but stopped the live stream so we couldn't hear it. Sounds like Ajay. <laughs> Is the live stream working? <laughs> um, <laughs> you did get a message from the person okay. during the break okay, saying, I'm listening. I haven't heard it yet. <sighs> did you text him? No, I did not text him. I told you he listens. Give me your phone. He's keeping an ear on the show. And you're not holding up to your end of the I, bargain. I said I would do it later. I'm just not emotionally ready. That It's hard, Eric. 1570, I like the new rule in the postseason regarding the NFL. Both teams have the opportunity to play offense and defense. That way, the best overall team will win. Yeah, but here's... <laughs> if you get a stop, you have a chance to play offense. What do you know? <laughs> It's cool. But let's give let's give both teams an opportunity to see what they're made of offensively and defensively. Instead of just one versus the other. Offense versus one team's offense versus one team's defense. Let's see what they're really made of all around. It's a complete team game. Give them all a chance. Why do why do we need to give it. them all a chance? It's NFL. It's based on a coin flip. You get at this point. It's, it's all based, based on a coin, coin flip. flip, dude. In you the postseason, it stop. is okay. You can still get a stop on defense. You know that, right? Yeah, you can still like, get the ball back. Or does defense just realize, oh, we lost a coin flip? That's the ball game, everybody. We are going home. You know they should just get, gather what? at the at center of the field, do Rochambeau, and then like, oh, you win. Let's go home. Rock beats scissors. Jeez. Game over. 8920. Seems like the Jazz have just deflated since the England yeah. trade. I still I still agree with I still agree with that. Leadership. Presence. 
even George I, Yang I think it, had that. I don't know if it's so much the trade as much as it is the injury, just period, not having Joe Ingles. Whether he was traded or not, the Jazz have not had Joe Ingles, and they were not going to have Joe Ingles on the court. Yeah, they just, I mean, even in the locker room, he would have helped. George Nying would have helped. This yeah. is really, really weird. This is a really weird show where I'm I'm talking trash on the Jazz and you're like lauding the merits of George Nying. Miss that guy. He's one of our key contributors. And then you won't say what you're supposed to say about your favorite guy. I just did. No. I just gave credit to George Nying. George Nying is not your favorite guy. Everybody happy? 7854 is Ajay's big announcement. He is the new national spokesman for Elf on the Shelf. No. Okay, Eric. It's, and that's... Do you realize to what you've correct, done to our listeners? It's Elf the AJ. Okay, see, it's this kind of crap, Eric. Just to be clear. It's this kind of crap. That's what it was supposed to be. And if you tell Quidditch any of this stuff, I swear, so help me. We'll be done. You ain't coming to my birthday party. Hey, coming up next here on the Full Court Press. Uh, we didn't get to it yesterday. We are going to get to it today. Blake Anderson met with the media after uh, practice for Utah State Spring Football. And uh, what are these standout new wide receivers that people are getting pretty excited about? We'll hear from him, his journey to Utah State, and what he brings to the table. That's coming up next on the Full Court Press. Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a difference. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. Calling all golfers. Birch Creek's Punch Passes are on sale at the spring sale price. Visit birchcreekgolf.com and purchase online or stop by the pro shop today. Birch Creek's Punch Passes never expire and are valid seven days a week. So if you love golf, I invite you to visit Birch Creek today or go online at birchcreekgolf.com and purchase your discount punch pass. That's Birch Creek Golf Course in Smithfield. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric France and Andre Salveson here on the Full Court Press. 
AJ still hasn't owned up to uh, his end of the bargain. We, we've his got deal. so much to get to right now, Eric. We have audio. Please encourage him we to have stat and player. be honest and do what he said he would do. 435-339-0321. Uh, in the meantime, let's hear from Blake Anderson. He uh, spoke to the media on Saturday as Utah State concluded its first week of spring football. And uh, kind of some of the things that he's been observing and how the team has been coming together, where they're at this year compared to this same time a year ago. You know, four practices in, good energy. Guys came ready every day. That's one of the things I've kind of, I don't know, maybe I take for granted because we really had that since we got here. But this group has been no different. Uh, pad zone, full live work today. And uh, I thought it was, it was chippy and energetic and physical. Uh, offense had some big plays. Defense made a couple too. So, uh, all in all, four days, healthy, and guys are working. And I think we got a little bit better every day. It's pretty successful. Coach, what's the, the tone difference from a spring practice from last year when you're just kind of trying to establish a culture now, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're coming off a championship team? And yeah. then obviously it's still really different because we were a lot of seniors that graduated, but how has the tone changes from last year to this year? You know, there were no expectations last year other than just coming out and working every day. And, and although we want to stay narrow, you know, really kind of laser focused on just getting better every day, there's been a standard set. Those guys showed you what it's supposed to look like. And so you do have something to measure against. And these guys saw it visibly. Uh, they know what uh, you know what it took to, to have the season that we had, and it's going to be even harder this time. So I think in that sense, we don't really want to change our daily focus or our daily approach, but there's always that standard that you can look at and kind of visibly see, and you know if you're holding up to it or not. What are you looking for from this year's seniors to kind of step up and replace last year's leadership-wise, really? Well, that's pretty much it. I mean, guys got to step in, and, and who's it going to be? Uh, some guys are really, really comfortable in that role. Some are not. You can't, you can't really make a guy be a leader. He's got to naturally step into that role. Uh, I've been encouraged to see some guys starting to move in that direction. It's still early in the process. A lot of what allows you to be a great leader in the locker room is you show plays on the field and you show daily consistency, and, and time will tell who those are going to be. But we, we lost some very big personalities. Uh, both on the field and in the locker room and really just just the way they carry themselves on a daily basis, that, that's not going to be easy. Uh, physically, maybe we'll make up some of the ground, but but the presence that we had from some of those guys, is uh, that's, a, that's a big hole. And it may take multiple guys to fill the hole, you know, the shoes of just a several. Yeah. several. So it, it'll be an ongoing process, and we probably won't know the answer to that for quite a while. Coach, uh, in regards to backup quarterback, is Cooper Lagaka that spot filled up, or are you guys waiting to see how the competition goes in the oh, spring? Every day is competition, man. I mean, I hope I hope those other dudes make him really, really uncomfortable, and I hope he raises his level. I've been pleased with what I've seen from him. You can tell that he came out of the season with a lot of confidence. He played great in the bowl game. And, um, you know, Levi's still learning. Garrett's still learning and getting reps. It's way too early to decide any of those. And I, I don't even think that decision will be made till much, much later. I want to ask you about the ring ceremony. We haven't had a chance to talk to you yeah. since then. How was that, the little get-together and well, seeing the beautiful rings? Uh, anytime you get to give a dude a ring, it's pretty pretty fun. Um, it was good to have the guys back. We, we strategically did it around Pro Day because we knew everybody would be in town. I'm not sure they knew what was coming. We didn't really advertise what the night was for. So a lot of smiles, a lot of fun, and then turn the page. You know, really, that was the last opportunity to really celebrate that group. Last time they'll all be in the same room together, probably. I mean, Though we have some reunions somewhere along the way, but a bunch of them won't be able to make it. I thought that was a special night, and it was a special group. But 
now it's back to zero zero put them on the shelf they'll collect dust how was the pro day gone now how did you feel great those guys the guys did a great job you could tell they prepared really really well uh most of them had personal bests of the day in different areas and that's all you could ask for is to come out of that day knowing you did everything you could to kind of put your last you know your kind of your last resume in front of them before they start making final decisions and i thought our guys did really well Coach, what are some of your initial impressions on some of the, the new transfers that, have, that are here for your first spring ball? Well, I, I've been pleased. We, we liked the way they looked in off-season work. We felt like that physically that they matched up to what we thought, they matched up to what tape said. Um, a guy like Xavier Williams, we know it's going to take him. He hadn't played ball in a year. It's going to take him a while. But Cobb and, and MJ and some of these guys and Daniel, I mean, they're showing up. The main thing for me is they don't look like new guys. They really have studied, they fit in, they blend in. Really similar to the conversation we had a year ago, those new guys didn't go out there and look lost. So I, I've been really pleased. Uh, to me, kind of what happens over the next 10 days. Can can they really develop, kind of create some roles? I think they're all going to be helpful to us in some way. And that is the challenge of the portal and recruiting in general is they won't all be starters, but can they all fill a role? Can they all make your team better? And, and from first glance, I feel like all of them will have a chance to do that. Good amount of focus on the quarterbacks right now, but what about the receivers? Who do you, who do you think's uh, going to step up there? Who have you? What have you liked so far? Well, it's I'll, still really early. Well, I kind of like the fact that it's been a different guy every day. I think in some degree, the fact that we're in more guys, more productivity across the board. We all got really used to seeing the same couple guys make plays, but if you're paying attention, we're spreading the ball around to everybody. It may not be one guy with 100 catches. It may be three different guys with 60, 70 apiece, and, and, and that, that's okay, too. It makes it really tough to defend. But I, I like the fact that every day it's kind of a different guy having a big day, and we'll see if that kind of trend can. Why is it always cut short? Dude, I told you, man. It's because that thing. It'll leave a buffer. Yeah, you got to leave a buffer for it, and you didn't do that. I, I just opened it up. Anyway, that's Blake Anderson. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm Trying not to be a bully. Well, you know what? Good for you, because you have been. I've bad Good habit. for freaking you. Uh, <laughs> five, four, five, two. Wish Eric would spend more time talking sports or playing audio, and less time bullying, berating, and insulting Ajay. Get yeah. Old. Amen. I'm sorry. Blake Henderson, though, had some interesting things to say about his team. Uh, interesting that he doesn't allow you to finish your question. That's. I feel bad for you. Yes, good questions though, dude. Yeah, he does. I don't think he likes me. I don't know what happened in the off season. I didn't see him. I didn't talk to him. I left him alone. And now he like sees me and he's like, "Hey, enemy, right there." That's Curious George. <laughs> he likes Curious George more than he likes me. I bet. I I don't know. That's hard. Bet you if Curious George asked him a question, that's... he'd be like, "Yeah, what do you need?" I don't work for the Tribune, Coach. I'm a good dude. <laughs> uh, interesting, though, to hear his comments about some of these transfers that have come in and that he says they, they don't look like they're new guys because they've been going to work and studying the playbook and they're showing up like they've been in the program. Uh, that, that speaks a lot to the character of the people that they're bringing in and what they're going to be able to do to help Utah State. And also about um, he's – I don't know if he's just trying to have kind of – reset some of our expectations now because of the wide receivers in this offense. But he's like, look, we may not have one guy that gets 100 receptions, but we may have multiple guys that get 60 or 70. And some guys may not start. 
but it speaks to the depth and the talent level that's being uh, developed at uh, Utah State with that wide receiver court. Pretty exciting what he had to say. Yeah, yeah, and he's got a lot of good things coming his way. I think the leadership part of the defense is going to be a big question. Who can step up? A.J. Vomitong is going to have to be one of those guys. Um, uh, Johnny Carter, obviously, will need to be one of those guys. Um, they're going to need some help on just leadership-wise on the defense because they lost some big ones from last year's team. Yes, true. Uh, back to our Guild Mortgage text line, 0366. AJ brings it on. Come on, bro. Be honest. No. Wait, what? I didn't do anything to coach, I swear. 4781. Who does like AJ? Oh, come oh, on. No, that you know that's your fault, Eric. That's I like your AJ. Fault. I'm a fan of AJ. That's your fault. 5338. AJ needs to be bullied so he can be pounded, shaped, and molded into the man he needs to become. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to do, Eric? Huh? You're trying to pound me? Huh? Molded? Huh? Shaped? Trying to take me to pound... I mean... You're trying to... <laughs> Wait, is that what it means? Take me to pound town? <laughs> what? Yeah, is that what it is? You take me to pound town? I don't know what's going on. Uh, one of the players that uh, certainly we're focusing on is Brian Cobbs, one of these exciting new wide receivers for Utah State. Uh, transfer um, and uh, Power 5 experience. And, and being able to bring that experience, versatility, and athleticism to Utah State. And uh, he met with the media also after practice on Saturday. You've had, you know, all of winter and now four yes, practices in. How's the transition been for you? I, th I think it's been a very smooth transition. Um, I came in, everybody welcomed me with open arms um, from the time we started conditioning to now we're out here on the field actually playing some football. Uh, it's, it's just been really good. Um, coaches, I've loved everything they've been doing and everything, the work ethic with the teammates and just the structure of everything we do as a team um, has been really good you know, since I've been here. From uh, the outside looking in, it looks like you've uh, fit in quite well quickly on the field yeah. what uh, what's been your assessment of your play uh, I definitely definitely feel like I need to clean some stuff up um just just some structural stuff due to a new offense and everything but in terms of getting the playbook down um getting the chemistry with the quarterbacks and all that and just kind of knowing where I got to fit in um in the lineup and then looking at different defenses and how uh how our offense is supposed to kind of kill the defense and stuff like that I feel like I'm understanding all that really well I feel like I'm playing fast and my conditioning as well uh, thanks to Coach P-Jack. Um, everything from the football aspect, I feel really happy with. Did it take you a little bit to get adjusted to the whole fast-paced offense, run-and-gun kind of a thing, or were yeah. you able to just get into it quickly? So, so I, was, I was used to kind of a fast-paced offense at Maryland, not as fast as this, um, but then another thing that came into account was the altitude. So, like, our first practice out here, because we did all our conditioning in the indoor, um, so it's a little different being inside. And the first practice outside, I could definitely feel the altitude messing my lungs a little bit. Um, but I, I, I think I'm on top of that now, so... I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Now you guys don't like to think a lot about Power Five, Group of mm -hmm. Five, or whatever, but what have what have been the main differences you've seen between Maryland and here? Um, I'm, obviously the budget and stuff like that, but that that doesn't really take in any uh, account. I'm mean, in my opinion, I'm here to play football, so I don't. When I'm coming into the facility and all that stuff, I don't really take a whole lot of that into account. I know the game of football is the game of football, and no matter where you're playing at, um, nothing's really going to change. So that's kind of how I look at it. Brad, what's the process kind of been for you getting here? Like three months ago, you're getting catching one-handed grabs in the pinstripe bowl and <laughs> yep, now yep. you're out here in Logan just did you meet Kyle or like mm -hmm. what was the, kind of the relationship and how did you end up in Logan 
So I went into the transfer portal, I think, that uh, that next weekend after the, after the bowl game. Um, Coach Tuck called me. So I went in on a Sunday. Coach Tuck called me that Monday night. Um, so I immediately remembered him from him coaching at Maryland. Um, and then we kind of chopped it up a little bit that night. And I thought about it throughout the week. Um, and then Coach Cephalo then got in contact with me and Coach Anderson. And they began to kind of press harder and harder. And I felt like they were kind of showing me the most love. Um, so all in all, I, I looked up. I looked up what the offense had done. I saw they had three wideouts with ten touchdowns each, and I was like, "That's that's pretty pretty dang impressive." Um, I definitely wanted to be a part of that, and then for them to be able to finish eleven and three and win the games they did, um, and then finish uh, top twenty-five, that was really impressive to me. So I knew it was a strong program. I knew they had some good things going, and I knew I wanted to be a part of it. Um, so kind of took that week to decide, and then Coach Anderson sent me. He was blowing up my phone all week, um, and I think that last. I decided on like a Thursday or Friday, and then I was in from there. Um, took a couple weeks, then got in, um, jumped right into conditioning. The first week I got here, I think I got here on the weekend, so I was able to kind of settle in and move my stuff around and then hit the ground running on Monday. And I got in with the team. Like I said, everybody uh, welcomed me with open arms and stuff like that, so I was really happy uh, the first day I stepped foot on, uh, on campus. Did you have a chance to rub shoulders with any of like Derek or DT or any of those guys? Uh, so I, meet any of I saw, guys? yeah, I saw, I met Derek and I met DT um, during when they came for the pro day and stuff like that. I didn't really get a chance to talk to them pretty deeply, but I admire their games. They did, they did some great stuff. Um, so every time we're on film, I'm looking at different techniques they used because they they mastered this offense. So me being new to it, I'm trying to see how they were able to beat defenses and stuff like that. Different moves they used. Um, so I'm always soaking up, uh, no matter who it is. I'm trying to understand what they did to get open, how they were able to beat guys. So they've definitely been some help um, watching them on film. How's it been meshing with, uh, you know, the returners from here and then the transfers like you? How's yeah. that going? Uh, I, just treat, treating everybody the same. Um, I feel like coming in, we're here, we're here for one goal. That's just to work. Um, it's not really, I came from this place. I'm better than you or anything like that. Um, it's really just about coming in, working. We have a goal that we're trying to accomplish and trying to get everybody on that same page um, and pu pushing everybody along. Somebody's straggling, we know what we got to do to get them back up. Um, so that's really what the receiver room's been doing. So I don't, I don't think any egos or anything like that have kind of like grown or anything. How do you build your relationship with Logan Bonner, even though he's not on the field right now? Yeah. Are you able to have conversations with him or how does that go? Yeah, so he's, the good thing, he's, he's out here all day at practice walking around. Um, if I'm not in for a particular rep, he'll kind of coach me on this, stay a little more vertical because if I get a good read on him, this is what I want you to do. So little little comments here and there, and I can visualize seeing somebody else go. I know what he's talking about. So little things like that um, definitely help me a lot. And then we're playing catch after practice. Just just talk. Just I think um, a lot of guys think that to build chemistry with people, you have to be on the field with them. But just hanging out with them and stuff like that, that, that goes a long way. So I feel like I've been uh, doing that a good amount. Has your perception of Logan changed after you've been, now been here? After, like, before coming here, you're like, I'm coming to Utah. Logan, <laughs> has that changed at all? I don't think so, because literally right when I committed, he sent me a DM. He's like, we're going to go for 50 touchdowns now. Um, so I knew that he was very friendly um, and very open, and uh, I knew the goal that he wants to achieve. So that, that's kind of been the mission since I've gotten here. Outside of football, what are kind of your impressions of just going to school mm -hmm. at Utah State and just kind of living in Logan? Or, or is it just all football? Like it's, it's no, it's definitely, it's definitely a different environment. This is probably my first time seeing an actual mountain. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> I would say back, in, back on the East Coast, it's just a lot of hills with trees, but seeing actual mountains and stuff, it's definitely a very chill environment. I feel like I'm able to focus on football a lot better because um, a lot of my classes are online and stuff, but just being in the town, um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of good food. I, I learned that, so I've been eating a lot. Um, and then just, just being able to drive around, see all the beautiful scenery and stuff like that, that's kinda, it kind of just keeps me relaxed when I'm away from football. So that's, that's kind of my impression on the Logan. 
It's still early, but uh, in the receiving room besides you, who's impressed you the most? Uh, definitely Justin McGriff. Uh, he's, a, he's a guy that uh, is going to lead their room. Um, big, tall guy. He made a catch, I think, last practice up over the guy. Um, Xavier Williams, you know, we came in together both as transfers, so both of us kind of working hard and getting right. Um, Terrell Vaughn, that's probably one of my main guys off the field. We're, we do a lot of stuff together. Um, Kyle Van Leeuwen, um, he's another not maybe not as vocal as uh, Justin, but he's definitely a guy that I look to as a leader because um, he's he's been in this offense for a while and he knows the ins and outs of it. So everybody everybody's vocal. I wouldn't say anybody kind of shies away from being in that spotlight to talk. Like no matter what's going on, me and Otto Tia, we talk a lot. If I if I do something wrong, he's kind of telling me what he saw on that and vice versa. So I feel like it's just a outside of Coach Cephalo, we all kind of coach each other up. So it's, it's a good uh, environment. Toughest guy to guard you on the field, or is there one? <laughs> I say. Probably A.J. Carter, big, fast, long guy. Um, A.J. Carter and uh, Andre, they, they both uh, have some quick feet, and they, uh, they, they're really uh, sound with their technique. So those, those guys. Thanks, Eric, for cutting that off. Appreciate you doing that. Thank you for getting that audio available, A.J. <laughs> I appreciate what you're doing to help this show have proper elements to make it interesting for our listening audience. Hey, Eric, don't forget, you know, while you're uh, listening to our show, Take your car, to, or at least take yourself, over to Mount West Motor, which is inviting you to in helping them drive change in our community. Each month, Mount West Motor will select a local nonprofit or cause to donate funds to. We can all drive change by helping those in need. Visit Mount West Motor and explore your next adventure with the newly customized truck or SUV. Visit mwmotor.com or stop by there at their new location at 615 North Main Street in Logan. This is Jeff John, head golf professional at Logan River Golf Course. Spring is here and it's time for our last chance punch pass sale. Punch passes are on sale until March 31st at the 2021 prices. Half passes and full passes available for adults, seniors, juniors. We also have military and USU discounts available. The golf course is now open. Call or register online for your tee times. Logan River Golf Course. Play well, play fair, play fast. Here's Chad Norton, the lawn doctor, with a tip for your lawn. With warmer temperatures and no snow on the ground, green grass might be here sooner than ever. We are excited to offer a new two-service soil enrichment program to improve water retention, reduce compaction, stimulate root growth, and increase nutrient and fertilizer uptake, resulting in a healthier lawn this summer. Sign up early and get the second service half off. Fertilizer, weed, and pest control. Call the Lawn Doctor at 753-LAWN or go to LawnDoctorCashValley.com. Girls, us guys are always trying to score some brownie points, but we need all the help we can get. So dropping some subtle hints is helpful, such as your favorite food is Italian, you love the color green, and you want the ring from Jarek's Fine Jewelry, the place with the bright green cars on 930 North Main Street. Okay, so it might not be so subtle, but that's okay. Remember, we need the help. Make it special, make it Jarek's. Now remember, just tell him it's the place with the bright green cars. Hi, this is Bob Larson with LSS Insurance. Medicare has lots of rules and regulations. If you're turning 65, preparing to retire, or have delayed Medicare, we can help. We can help you understand all the fine print and give you peace of mind. Let us help each step of the way to ensure you have the coverage you need. For more information, call 752-9493 or go to lssins.com. We are here to help. 
We have decades of experience and there is no cost to work with us. Call 752-9493. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio. The Fan. Time to see who the real MVP is. If you have a good game, your game is going to say that. You You don't have to say it. Puts a lot of cool things in perspective anytime you're the first time doing something. It's the Full Court Press Player of the Week. Yes, a feature we haven't done in a little while. Yeah, it has been a few weeks. Player of the Week. Who stood out to you this week, AJ? Okay, so I... Not that what he's done this week, but what he's about to do. Tiger Woods is going to be probably playing in the Masters next week. That would be phenomenal if he does. He played the, what happened about a year ago. He played the full 18 on Augusta just uh, the other day with his son Charlie and his good friend Justin Thomas. And that's quite a course to walk. And that's exactly what they said. That's exactly what they said. They said because of the hills and kind of getting up and down. Uh, and he walked them and he played all 18. And Justin was like, he looked great. Um, someone had put up a video. But then I guess Tiger Woods' team found the video and told them to delete the video, whoever posted it. Uh, but, man, that would be awesome. First event since the 2020 Masters as he plays at the Masters for 2022, I'd be all for it. I I, I hope that actually is real. Uh, I'm going to choose some teammates if I can. I've been known to fudge it a little bit. But I'm going to go with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown of the Boston Celtics. Celtics have been red hot, though they just had an injury to one of their big men that's going to be challenging their defense. But uh, Tatum and Brown have each scored 25 points in each of their last six straight wins. And according to Elias Sports Bureau, that's the th- or only the third pair of teammates to ever do that, to score 25 points at least in six straight games together, joining Jerry West and Elgin Baylor, and Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant. It's pretty impressive, man. It's quite a feat. All right, should we do our stat? Yep, let's do it. Let's take a look at the numbers. It's the stat that blew our minds. He did what? On the full court press. Wow, that blew my mind. All right, for me, stat that blew my mind, we've got the final four that is now set. It will feature North Carolina, Duke, Kansas, and Villanova. North Carolina has won six national titles. Duke, five. Kansas has won three, and so has Villanova. This will be the first time in NCAA history that each final four participant enters with multiple National championships. Uh, that's, that's nuts. That's pretty good, isn't it? I doesn't. I don't know if it gets more blue blood than that. Uh, Eric, uh, you uh, UConn women's basketball team beat NC State, who's the one seed. Uh, they're gonna go to their four. Let's see, they're gonna go to the final four for the 14th straight time. 14th straight time. Straight. My gosh. And it's also the Huskies' 13th tournament win over a one seed all time. And that's not even the most. Tennessee has 15 wins over one seeds. That is an incredible that's run. That's amazing, isn't it? That is an incredible, incredible run. 7994 text. And, Ajay, maybe the coach doesn't hate you. 
Maybe he just overlooks you in case that was uh, over your head. Those were two short person jokes. Okay, okay. Okay, bully, bully, bully. Uh, 471, Ajay, that's definitely not what that means. Oh. I didn't know what it meant. What? Pound Town. Oh. Will you explain it to that me off air? That a different connotation than what you thought? You're thinking like hitting? Yeah. Pound. No, I, I think it has a different connotation. Than Dad, will you explain to me what it means? Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. There's no reason to wheeze and sneeze while around dogs and cats. The Allergy Clinic, located in the Cache Valley Hospital and now in Providence next to the Bank of Utah, have an extremely aggressive treatment for dog and cat allergies. Get the help you need and stop avoiding friends' and relatives' homes just because of their pets. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time clinic to test and address all your allergy concerns. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. The Cache Valley Allergy Clinic, with two locations inside the Cache Valley Hospital and now in Providence. Call 753-7880. That's 753-7880. Since 1896, couples throughout Utah have shopped S.E. Needham Jewelers for their diamond engagement ring. We offer our integrity price guarantee on a beautiful selection of unique, high-quality diamond engagement rings. Gals, you'll love our rings, and guys, you'll love our prices. We price our diamonds at internet pricing. Review the web and come see, hands-on, our beautiful selection. Shop and compare. Get S.E. Needham quality at internet pricing, where Utah gets engaged. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. It's time to vote in Best of Northern Utah, and Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning would appreciate your vote again this year. They were named Gold Medal winner in 2021 because of their amazing service, and they look forward to another gold medal season. Go to Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning's website or Facebook page for a quick link to vote. Remember, you can vote once per day. Thank you for supporting Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning. We're not comfortable until you are. Advanced heating and air. The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome back to Full Court Press. Eric France and Andre Salveson. Dude, I'm telling you, man, these 12-hour days are kicking my butt. <laughs> They're just owning me. You go home and take a nappy oh, nap during dude. the day? Yeah. I'm beat. I am beat. You have Quidditch tell you stories about no. Quidditch. No. Dude, I'm excited for your guys' car ride over to the uh, stadium tomorrow. Gotta let me know how that goes. Uh, I'm glad I was able to give you two a little bit of alone time. The end Dude, of our track I today. wanted to kill you. You walked out. He <laughs> just turned around and gave me this stupid grin. I wanted to kill you. <laughs> he hops in. He goes. He shuts the door. He goes. So you're really big into Quidditch, huh? And I was like, Oh my gosh, what have I done? Uh, hey, you still haven't owned up. 
and said what you're supposed to say. I still got four minutes. Just the minutes are waning here. I got four minutes. Also, uh, Major League <laughs> Baseball, spring training underway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, a flurry of activity as soon oh, as man. that lockout ended. Yeah. Three months' worth of deals have been crammed into like 10 days. Hey, how about Albert Pujols going home for his final year of uh, of his career, going uh, going back to St. Louis to, to cap it off? That's always fun. Um, if it's for the right price, if it makes sense. It's for the right price. He doesn't need the money. He knows it. He's just going there to do it the right way. Unlike some other athletes I know who don't. Like? Carl Malone. Freddie Freeman? Freddie Freeman. Hate that guy. Um, it, so we've got a lot of new faces in new places. Yes. Uh, has it been weird seeing some of the changes hey, dude, that have happened so yeah, far? Yeah. Throughout it, Major it, League it, Baseball? I, honestly, I, I threw up in my mouth twice <laughs> seeing Freddie. Wow. No, I'm serious. He could have been a legend at Atlanta, and now he's a forgotten... What LeBron did to Cleveland, Freddie did to Atlanta. Maybe even worse. So, bigger surprise, him going to L.A. or Carlos Correa going to Minnesota? Oh, no, Freddie going to L.A. It's a backstabber move. You're going to an NL rival? He's going to an NL rival. The Twins are not a rival to the Astros because the Twins haven't won a postseason game since 2004. I know, that's what's surprising to me. Yeah. What Carlos Correa could command, yeah, and where he could go, yep, that's where you choose to go. I mean, he had options, or unless he's just chasing dollars, and which has happened many, many times. It sure has. But man, Freddie leaving to the Dodgers just is is disgusting, and it ruins his legacy forever, forever. Did you hear what Chris Bryant said in his introductory press conference in Colorado? No. Uh, so the, certainly a lot has been made about his new contract, right? Yeah. And he was asked about the future of his new franchise, and he said, I take a lot of pride in the fact that I have never played on a losing team in the big leagues, and I don't plan on doing that here. Good for him. His agent didn't do a lot of research, did he? <laughs> There's no way you come out of that with that thought. He would. He and the Rockies were like, uh, "Chris, <clears throat> um, we haven't been to the playoffs since we went to the World Series. Practically, we'll roll out a lot of money for you, though." Wow, yeah, weird. But look, a uh, couple people saying that. What, I know you don't like losing Freeman, but a lot of people say the Braves did well in the offseason. Matt Olson, we'll see. So the trade with Oakland and. Yeah, but they gave up three potentially great prospects doing it. Like, really good prospects. I still don't know. It's not worth it, man. Keep Freddie. Pay him what he wants. Keep the prospects. Build for the future as well. They still, they still had a good team ahead of them. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm. that's a bummer. I'm, I'm, I'm devastated about losing him. Ajay, the moment has arrived. It is now seven, 5.56. On the dot. Is it really? Yes. Are you lying to me? Nope. Because my clock just barely went to 556 okay, just like 556. right now. And now it's now it's on 556. 
the the moment of of truth has arrived. Do I have to? Yes, you do. I really do. You said you would. Tom Brady's my boy and I love him. I hate you. I freaking hate you guys. No, shut up. Shut up. I hate I'm you. I'm proud of you. No. I'm proud of you no. for finally you. owning up. Forget you. Doing what you, you said you would do. You just You honored your commitment. And now you make me say that? Your true feelings have come out no, here on the full court press feel- for everyone to hear. Not my true feelings. 